Hello, and welcome to Seize the GM. If you're looking to get started GMing, we're here to help. And if you're a GM with a few levels under your experience belt, we are here to help you find your prestige class. Let us take you through some common questions, concerns, and the fun challenges that every GM will face. We have our ideas, our opinions, and some might even say answers that we want to share. So pull up a chair, dust off your dice, and let us help you seize the GM. Welcome back to another episode of Say That Jam. I am so excited. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm not, but screw all you guys. But no, I have been waiting for this and I love it. And and my life is more awesome now for having been exposed to Battle Lords. And I am so over the moon we get to review it. There, there, they did Battle well, Lords for Savage Worlds. I'm over the freaking moon. Yeah. So, as you may have been able to figure out by now, we're Are going it? to be discussing the uh, upcoming Kickstarter for Savage Battle Lords, a Savage Worlds port of Battle Lords of the 23rd Century. Now, if you've been listening along, you may have come to realize that the Battle Lords guys are friends of the pod. Something clicked, we like their stuff, and, and they like talking to us for whatever reason, which means... <laughs> I think because also all okay. of us, we, we, we like what well, they do, respect what they do, they're honest about it, and damn, they put out some entertaining shit. Which well, means we've got a copy to kind of discuss what we can see in the upcoming Savage Battle Lords. Yes. And um, in addition, next episode, we will be sitting down with Tony and the guys, I believe, all of them, but I know Tony definitely. And we are going to be Mwah. talking Savage Battle Lords with them. In if I explode to the show, ex- to the Kickstarter. If I explode, if I explode on stream, uh, we're going to make that specific section specific only to our patrons. So, <laughs> you know, if you want to hear somebody like head completely exploding all over the wall, but the rest the of one. it will be for everybody. So, <laughs> sorry, this is that's only guys- allowed if you have a head box. Point. All right. So, long story short, Battle Lords, wonderful, fun game. We've got previous episodes with them. You should go back and listen to where we talk about, say, interviews like episode 113. And that helps kind of explain Battle Lords of the 23rd Century and, and the setup. To expand its influence in the current 7th edition, they have undertaken a project, a project of extreme import and delicacy. Delicacy with Battle Lords? Oh, hell no. (laughs) It wasn't delicacy. This is, I would call it percussive engineering. It's like, damn it, we're going to make it work. Doesn't mean it's not difficult, but nah. Savage Worlds doesn't mean all like nice and sweet. (laughs) Porting it into Savage Worlds, which I I believe the phrase I used was uh, tactical fate. If you're not familiar with Savage Worlds, it is a streamlined gaming system that developed out of Deadlands and uses both a deck of cards for certain parts and an escalating series of dice, kind of like the core step system from Fossa back in the day. But it has a and very the original Deadlands too. Right. Yeah, because it came out of Deadlands. And, mm-hmm. and you know, right. like but it, it's streamlined. It is pulp in a lot of ways. It goes 
over the moon real fast. It can get real fun. And in Savage World, I mean, the thing is like the mechanics, uh, at least what I read, because I, I read way back, like when after Deadlands it got ported into Savage Worlds. You know, the nice thing about it, it is it is built for action. It is built for rising stakes. It is built on taking risks where everything can explode or all of their shit explodes. And it can go quick. It is not a, a slow. It, let's just put it this way. This it's not is a not slow a, burn game. No, this this is go like zero to like light speed and half of a half of a blink of an eye. You know, it's just like where the hell they go. Well, and admittedly, it can have some interesting distortions and issues as it scales up to later in the game. But I would think by the time you hit being an actual battle lord and battle lords, things tend to be a little bit funky. So, without further ado. Yeah, but quick thing to go to much of the one thing I actually kind of do like about it is they lean into that rather than trying to build the rules around kind of scaling back. They're like, Oh no, let's just get this. Nope. Let's go to fifth gear. No heck with this. I'll go to infinity gear. You know, that's what I liked about at least for the start. Sorry. Nah. I'll shut up. <laughs> well, more importantly, it is actually sharing what we're thinking and, and kind of going around some of our first impressions about what we saw in the soon-to-be-released to the wavering and salivating public Savage Battle Lords polished draft. And Jules, yeah. <laughs> what, what, what were your impressions? Tell the listeners out there what it is that struck you. All right, let me... All right. First, start. Let me just say I, I am a very, very new uh, Uber fan of of Battle Lord. So, <laughs> but the thing that I like about it is, I mean, I'm reading it. They give like the game overview. They give the like a whole bunch of just like interesting little bits and bots and lore and stuff. But they, as they're doing it, they're dropping in game mechanics, stuff you might want to look up in the Savage Worlds book, stuff like that. And for me, I'm just like, oh, this is, and because it's in. It's presented for me. It's like one, it's an easy ass read. And I am not kidding because a lot of books, they read like stereo instructions and you're like, okay, crap, where the hell is it? But the fact that they're building the, they're, they're giving you the world, they're explaining the world, but they're saying the world as you are thinking about what would I like to play? How would I make this? Like, if you're familiar with the Savage World system, you'll notice like, oh, here, 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 things that are familiar to you and it kind of like captures you. And for somebody that's not as familiar with Savage World, but the thing is, it's still kind of engaging. And they'll be like, oh, you'll look at, and they're like, hey, these are not in, we don't use these things because they're not really applicable from in Battle Lords. But, you know, talk to your DM about that. And I, I loved it. And the thing is, like, you get, a, you get like a lore dump and you get a world dump. And, but each information, one, is not like information overload, bleh. Secondly, it's engaging. You're you're curious about it. You're like, wow, okay. And they kind of give an insight. And I'm not going like Planet of Hats nor Hatbox. I'm not even thinking about that. But they're not even going full Planet of Hats. But they're kind of like going like, hey, this is what, you know, uh, this is what kind of like the general consensus of like what you think. Of, you know, it, it's it's like, okay, this is kind of like what you start. But then, you, then you're like, go out of the box. See what else you could come up with. I'm like, ooh. So they're like, oh, no, you can do this. Go for it. Hey, do this. It's like, you know, build, you know, you build like a, a Sizzarak metalhead. 
you know, like a, a rock star or something. I'm like, you know, they're the ones that are going to be going out and doing like opening gigs and stuff. I'm like, holy crap. You know, and I, I, I was reading. That's what I loved about it. Cause you're, you're getting this. And the thing is like, it's all done entertaining way. Not funny as in like, granted, yes, I did laugh a couple of times, but it's all engaging and you're still smiling when you read it. You don't, you know, because anyone that's like kind of with certain like Shadowrun books, when you're reading like a ton of rules or certain books with like Dungeons and Dragons, where it's here's the rules, here's the rules, here's the rules, and it's only rules. There, there's no world in the rules. They didn't do that here. Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, and that's a good impression. That's a good point to make. And yeah. Zen, what about you? What are your immediate takeaways for this? What gets you excited about seeing this hit Kickstarter? Okay, so I have not had a real chance to run or play Savage Worlds, but I have read it. And I was kind of interested in it at first. And then when the guy who was supposed to be running it kind of got weird with it, like I just kind of dropped it because I'm like, I don't really have Mm. time to learn yet another system. I I am sad on your behalf. You do not deserve that for you. Too awesome. And so I just decided that, you know, for me, Savage Worlds was not really a system that I was super into it's it's crunchy possible if that makes sense because it it's designed in such a way that it's very open and could be a lot more like fate which is very simple and very narrative but savage worlds has a bit more crunchy stuff to it And part of that is because it is more pulpy than even fate is. And that's because of just how it's designed. So when I started looking at the Battlelord stuff, I'm like, okay, this plays exactly into all of those, like, big, big game, you know, big stake sorts of things, which is exactly what Savage Worlds and Battle Lords, the originals, kind of have going on. So it very much like played into those things, and it added so many elements of the crunchy stuff that Battle Lords has built into it. Like they the the port seems to be super pretty much super elegant in how it's approached using those like fiddly bits that it needs to have to be battle lords into savage worlds and i think they did a really really good job with that so um yeah so i actually as soon as i started fiddling with it I immediately was like, okay, I want to make a character for this, and I want to make him so ridiculous. And I just kept getting a single image in my head that is something that my dad had drawn in the 80s. 
Dude. Yeah. So that's actually the inspiration for this character that I'm uh, that I made. <laughs> and it totally fits into like the Savage Worlds and you'll see when I when I go through him. <laughs> nice. Nice. I, I I agree with pretty much everything that's been said so far. Uh, part of why I went last. <laughs> but it, it Savage Worlds very much has, you know, escalating high adventure pulp at, at its core. Um yeah, coming out of Deadlands, it's got that that kind of vibe where you do risk everything, and, and it quickly can let it be a crunchy-driven narrative, for lack of a better way of putting it. I know that sounds funky, but if you're not familiar, it's got this uh, very, very rapid scalar component, and... I had a 50 Fathoms character who was a merchant who ended up basically being Sammo Hung because of how uh, the dice came out to the frustration of, of other, not say more combat-focused uh, concepts occasionally where it's just, and now the merchant with his feet is going to kill more of those pirates than my guns. Yeah. And it works for Battle Lords. It, it gives it more of an A-team feel versus a Saving Private Ryan feel. And it, yeah, oh my god, that's actually a really good way of describing it. Sorry, it's like yeah. I couldn't think of a good analogy. I'm like, derp. It, it, Thank it, you. Yeah, it has the way to allow that kind of uh, absurdity and over the top and kind of like side eyed component of the A team uh, and all of its glorious insanity, uh, both movie and show. So, one of the things I liked is the way it added complexity from Battle Lords ethos into Savage Worlds. As a, you know, stripped down pulp system, it can appear simplistic, but unlike some other systems, it has more places you can kind of uh, bolt on or add complexity without it overwhelming uh, the way the system works. And I, I think that was awesome. I really like... Yeah. Yeah, I, I really liked how the book pretty much took it as, hello, Savage Worlds player. You have never played Battle Lords before, even though we have seven editions and decades behind us. Cool. Here's 50 pages of what you need to know that, you know, is Battle Lords. Here's a little stripped-down summary of the world and what's going on. Here's the races. Here's the core information that we think goes into every Battle Lords version every table starts from here and it's there and then they translate some of that battle lords components into savage worlds hindrances into the edges into ways that the the stripped down only five attributes work and that's there is i think zen hit it there is an elegance in the way that they have kind of taken a truly crunchy systems mastery rewarding game and translated it to this very we syncopated it upbeat guys i mean that's the best way yeah. i can put it yeah yeah darn skippy and the thing is like though that i the what biggest thing that i do love about that is that they were able to to make the world you know, it's like a lot of people's like, oh, yeah, the crunch, the 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 all the little fiddly bits. But for some people, it's like it's the world that they love more than the mechanics. 
And by doing this, they made it so it's like if somebody, you know, it's like I, I played riffs only a couple times, and then I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm going to school for calculus. I don't need this. But, you know, it's like, but I, I love the world. But, you know, it's like, it was too much. So what they've done is like they've made it accessible for people that can't, you know, it's like, all right, if they really like the numbers and the crunchy and the stuff, which I do love, uh, because it's not stupid crazy. They actually did good math systems, but they made it so they also were like, okay, we're going to go into Savage Worlds, which isn't quite as super numbers, but it kept all that that flavor of all the fiddly bits and the, you know, all the... They did a really good job at it. It's it's like they they were able to... You know, it's not the exact same, but, you know, it's like, okay, I'm going to be having like a, a chocolate cream pie or uh, then I'm going to have like a chocolate meringue pie. They're both mm-hmm. chocolate. They're just a little different and just they, they'll work. They're, they're, I, I was surprised. That was, that was the one thing. Cause I, I read it. I, I love the world. I love the rules. Uh, I'm like, oh, I would love to play this. And then I'm like, Savage Worlds. I'm like, Okay, that's a little bit more GURPSY versus, you know, I'm like, all right, how's it? And I'm reading it. I'm like, oh my God, they made it yeah. work, which yeah, is, which is, they rare. Did. and I'll be honest for, for any, if you're doing like a translation is, is rare and well, sometimes it's, difficult. It's generally, it's generally hard to have a universal system, which is what Savage Worlds is. Mm hmm. And and create enough strong elements that you can tie an existing either property or whatever into that and make it translate well. That takes a special kind of mechanical understanding of how your system works versus how their system works, and then finding that, like, meld point. Yeah, because... The thing is, because you don't want to lose, you, can do it. you don't right. want to lose, you don't want to lose that flavor. You don't want to lose that, you know, it, it's like, uh, and I'll bring up Shadow, one of the other things is like, sometimes everyone just loves rolling a bajillion, bazillion dice, and it just feels cool to roll a bazillion, bajillion dice. Well, if you don't do that, but all right, ooh, okay, now you're doing playing cards. Okay, that's still unique. Okay, okay. You yeah. know, and heaven help you is, <laughs> no, Black Joker will kill you. Yeah. Well, and that's and, and that's the thing. Like, there's a lot of really cool elements, and it does. If you if you understand a, a bit of like military history, and like playing cards are hugely tied into almost any unit. If you've ever been in, it, there's always at least five or six guys that are always playing cards. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's it's really, really common. Cards is a big thing because you spend so much time not doing anything that you start playing cards. I had never played Euchre before in my life until I was in the military. I, don't I learned how to play game. Euchre. Oh, my God. And Yeah, it's like I haven't played it since I got out, but I used to play Euchre all the time. And I played Spades all the time because those were the games that people played. Yeah, and. and- it kind of leaning into that and you know battle lords being what it is they were right. they, they took they were able to take i mean that's not something that i i, I picked up on but the, like a lot of the the 
I, I, I like studying well, like military history and stuff like that. Some of the gallows humor and also some of the naming, you know, that's like over certain, they, they will name certain, it's like it's no longer location XYZ. It is that goddamn hill. Yeah. And that's the name now. And they yeah. lean into that. And some of the, the Savage World's mechanics, I think, kind of complement it surprisingly well. I, I think at least at first blush, when you look at it, be like, people just like, I roll really? And then you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. I yeah. didn't know it, that cards were that big in the military. Huh. I oh, something. yeah. And, and you had older units used to actually use like, uh, like spades and stuff like that. Like that was a, a they would leave like in Vietnam, they would actually have like a calling card and it was a playing card that they left when they Ooh. had gone through a village. Usually that village was nothing more than a, a burnt out husk when they left, but yeah. Interesting. I did not know yeah. that. Because so. it's, yeah, because like in the original Deadlands, which is the, what, you know, kind of birth Savage Worlds is like when you're making your character, you don't roll dice, you draw cards. And how you get cool stuff and rewards and and like you know blessings or whatever the heck from from whatever the fates may be were poker chips yeah you know so and that kind of led to like the old weird west saloony kind of a thing you know but it's yeah, I, i'm and, glad and they were able fits. to pull that yeah and it fits for battle lords too so yeah that i i really do enjoy how they've done it they absolutely had the Hutzpah necessary to take the stripped-down quasi-universal system of, of Savage Worlds and put the things on there that made it feel like Battle Lords. And that is something that comes with uh, a, a trust and confidence in the system that they are working with and coming from, as well as, as a sign of kind of the adaptability of savage worlds that it it takes that well uh, I, i'm i'm excited one of the things i did like and talk about you know how it welcomed the new players and had a lot of the information that you know every edition of battle lords has uh, is something that could be a negative you know where you've got a lot of kind of information that if you're a battle lords player and have other editions you've seen before and, and think you know already. Uh, but you see that with every edition of every game. And yeah. there's a, if you go wildly astray one direction, you're going to get criticized. If you have the information that is part of the core identity of the product reprinted, you get criticized. So, I, I you can't see. Yeah, sure I, I don't, I'm not I'm not criticizing it. I appreciate that they did it because hopefully this may pull in people that play Savage Worlds but have never played Battle Lords. Mm. Uh, and and the, that's the, one of the reasons that I hope that it goes, you know, and this way is it I also think it's also a strength on, on the IP of Battle Lords itself. That you could get you know, you know, another spacey shippy, you know, kind of a feel, but battle Lords, the, the world, the, the, it's dark humor. It's a lot, as you brought up a lot of gallows humor, a lot of dark. Humor, and they, they also admit it. So yes, we have a lot of dark humor here, which, which kind of fits in where savage worlds came, 
you know, which fits in Savage yeah. Worlds, the game itself. It's built on, you know, you know, after Deadlands. What was Deadlands? What was the end? Hell on Earth. That was that's that was the end goal. So it kind of makes sense that that's how they kind of built it. Is is the, you know, it, it's not the the Savage Worlds itself is not uh, emotionless. It is not worldless. It it has a theme underlying uh, its mechanics and what have you. And they they figured out how to kind of tweak Battle Lords so they still kept all that is you know the world of Battle Lords, but it fits. Mm-hmm. If you want a quicker, faster way to uh, perhaps discover exactly what Uncle Ernie has done to a, the next planet over, I immensely recommend this when it comes up. It is something that I think takes all of the fun of Battle Lords and distills it into something that could equally be played on a one-shot, one-off night with your friends, as well as a long-running campaign where, frankly, in Battle Lords, it makes sense when you start talking about, you know, star killer bases and you know, planet-destroying lasers. This happens, okay. and it fits. Yes. So, just so everybody knows, there is a link in in the doobly doo that is the the quick start rules for Savage Battle Lords. <laughs> so, so we're not if just going to talk about it. We're going to put. Yeah. We're going to show you where you can look at this stuff and go. Ooh, right. They they posted something on Twitter a while ago. I found the link and I I pulled it out and I put it in the show notes so that we have a link to the quick start rules. Now those may change as it gets closer to you know, final release as they're fine tuning stuff still like the version we got is kind of a, it's a pre-release. So polished they, draft pre-release. Yeah. Oh, they're still finishing it, but a lot of it is still there. And they're, we're going to actually talk about some of the things that we noticed going through it that, yeah, it may be in the finalized version. We didn't see certain things that we thought should have been present. Um, and one of the big ones that jumped out to to Gardemanger and myself were some of the skills. Now, I have a older version of the Savage Worlds Deluxe book. I don't have a newer version. Mine's from like 2011. So if they've released that skill or series of skills in an in an addition between the two or they're pulling it from like the wiki or something that I don't I didn't look at then that's different but there were a couple of skills uh the first one that came to mind immediately was battle and i mean i get it it's battle but what does that mean we have no description of what it, it's supposed to do. And it's based on smart, so maybe it's how you are tactical. But well, it, Being the game of Battle Lords, it's one of those things <laughs> that I could see potentially, you know, playing into the larger bits of the world. Well, um, one of the things that you actually... So uh, the reason that it really jumped out to me is because my character that I was working on 
I had built him, and then I found out, hey, look, I could become an officer because I had set aside enough stuff and made it so that I could become an officer if I wanted to. And one of the tricks was if you start going through the officer progression, like you have to have this skill and you have to have it pretty high, like a D8 or a D10 by the time you're like four deep into that progression. So when you when you jump from rank to rank, so when you start as novice and you slowly work your way up to legendary, like every time if you take that in that time frame that you're in those, you can theoretically get to a point of being like an admiral. But to do that, you have to have like battle at like a D8 or something by the time you get to the end. Or maybe even like a D10. But there's no description of what it does. And there was, what was one of the other ones that was that way? Um, thievery. Thievery. Gambling. Now, we all know what gambling is, but something would have been nice, even if it was just like, you know, you are proficient in it, you know, you know how to do different types of gambling. Um... No, and I think they did the same thing with like hacking. Gambling is in the the 2012 Explorers Edition. Is it that I've got? Okay, as a it wasn't in mine. Well, and that's Savage Worlds. One of its strengths is that it has been highly iterative and has done a great job of adding skills, collapsing skills together, kind of refining uh, what goes into uh, that that system and so that's kind of why there was the disclaimer about there that this might have come out of a like an srd or a more recent version than than what i've got or yeah yeah who are using the 2011 and 2012 copies yeah Uh, and some of it's you know every game has copy editing tweaks and moments and some things you see some things you don't Uh, i'm I also want to say really good things about how they handle power armor um, because yes. it's that's a hard thing to handle in a lot of role playing games. Yeah, it it just is because it it, uh, it doesn't scale well. And take, yeah, keep Tylenol in your hand as you're trying to figure out how you want to make it to work. Mm, somebody, yeah, <laughs> somebody, I don't know. Yeah. Yes, uh, you do, and I. It works really well, and it the only the one of the only like downsides I can point to is that it does get fiddly enough that it starts to feel like it's starting to walk away from the Savage Worlds paradigm. But that fits for me because it's Battle Lords. Because it's Battle, and that was the thing. Like they and, found that sweet spot between where it's just almost too much. And if I didn't, worlds? yeah, if I didn't know, that could make me kind of scratch my heads. Uh, yeah, and, and so that's that's going to be a question as people see it. But I think it's worth it. I think it is enjoyable. I think it does things that um, Savage Worlds was always meant to encompass, but had trouble finding the right product to put forward. Yeah, yeah. And I think they really, they really did nail oh, a lot yeah. of the things that are hard to do. 
and yeah. that their Ed. system does fairly well. And they, they figured out how to meld those two. And they, they did do a, a really good job with many of the things. So Well, and one of the benefits of the fiddly bits and the bits of complexity added is that it mitigates one of the problems that can happen in Savage World games where, you know, the big bad evil guy is just a slog to deal with. That yeah. unless you've got like a magic combination of things that get to a weakness, it can just be a cross your fingers, hope for some exploding that's a dice to, to kind of get some some big results. The complexity gets around that. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's something that, that works well. And Battle Lords also doesn't mind some of the, the imbalanced components. Um it's, no, it doesn't. <laughs> it, it, it enjoys them. Um, and for all that, you know, stats don't 100% matter sometimes in yeah. Savage Worlds, um, the breadth of skills make those much more useful. And so yeah. I think it actually mitigates some of the complaints that old grognards can have at times um, with Savage Worlds and also mitigates some things that you know, are kind of just part of that pulp paradigm. Uh, so I'm, I am excited to talk about it with Tony and the others and whoever else, uh, whoever else has the fortitude of spirit to show up with us. Yeah. <laughs> and um, also talk to them about like what inspirations hit us to make. Cause I also started coming up with a character uh, <laughs> because um I mean, I, I, unfortunately, I don't have the Savage Worlds book, so I was trying. The fact that I actually attempted to start to to <laughs> to try and make it, and kept looking online and everything, I'm like, uh, we got you covered. So uh, next yeah. time when we sit down and talk about Savage Battle World Battle Lords, we are also going to talk about kind of our characters and kind of what what it inspired us to want to play with in that game and system with the very people. Who love Battle Lords? Who write it and who tried to port it over? I think they, I, oh. they, I think they succeeded in porting it. You know, very, very well. The Kickstarter <laughs> hasn't launched; it hasn't been completed. I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm allowing for variables to occur in a temporal fashion. Yeah. Oh God. Ugh. So okay, so you hit two warp drives, turned the sun into a Taurus, went into an alternate universe. I see what you mean. Gotcha. Fourth dimensional Tetris is is the thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll be honest. It's like the the one other thing that I just like about, and this is just it's silly and it's low low. But the thing is, like, as as Gardemanger has called me, like the uh, the little Fintari kind of thing. I'm looking at okay, some of the cool edges. There's an edge called Walking Cuisinart. There's there's like. Four tentacle slap. I'm like, oh my gosh. Now, it, and I brought that up to a friend of mine. And then all of a sudden, okay, imagine a Frontari in a pimp outfit and he's got four hoes. He could f- four pitch. I'm like, <laughs> oh my dear God, you're terrible. And then we all just started laughing. But the, the other thing I also do like is the descriptions that they have of, you know, headbutt from hell. Okay, you know what? You can get a pretty damn good idea of what it does. It, it's not like, you know, in, and I'm going to use Dungeons and Dragons and fuck this one thing. Chill touch. That does no. It doesn't mean you make it cold. God damn it! But if somebody <laughs> says headbutt from hell, you know you're getting hit. 
Yeah. It, it makes sense. That's the, the one it's, I love it. It's understandable, but it is so like over the top irreverent in the funniest ways. And I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they do uh, a lot they, of, I, of fun things. But they put effort so. into it. So it's understandable. You know, it's, it's not like you, if you're looking at something, you know, and you're like, ah, all right, you're going to grab it at least uh, as a, a kind of a placeholder. And then you look at it again. You're like, oh, I know what that is. You know, that's the yeah. one thing I do like about it. It's like it, you might not have all the mechanics, but you got cut everything that they put in there, you know, for skip for special skills or edges or hindrances or whatever that you got. You kind of know what the hell it's doing. And it's yeah. done in a very and it's just in, in a perfectly just way. I, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I can see that. Sorry, it's like I, I will rage against that thing in Dungeons and Dragons to, to the end of time. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, and 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 there's there is a ton of fun things in this. So you definitely, yeah, like the Ram Pythons. Uh, one of their edges is Death Noogie. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, you know like, what that like, is. <laughs> it, I mean, you. <laughs> As you can see. We are big fans of the people behind the Savage Battle Lords and the Savage, Savage system that they've come up with integrating all these wonderful things. And we're looking forward to talking to them again because we can't really get enough of it. And yeah. in the meantime, in the doodly-doo, you find links to all of their social medias as well as the quick start rules for this impending Kickstarter, which, of course, when it happens, you'll you'll see us – tweeting and and facebooking and and uh instagramming and tumblring and and whatever else it is that our social media <laughs> imps do um because it's cool yeah i'm I, i'll be honest it's like i've it, the nice the one thing i also do like about savage worlds the the system it's a lot easier it's a much easier gate of entry that means that they've got a much easier gate of entry to introduce battle lords and that they may go and say, like, "Oh, okay, I want to play the the their their proprietary thing, where it has all like the the armor and the extra stuff." And I love this. It's a it's gonna, and I'm I'm excited to kind of share it with uh, some of my friends who do know Savage Worlds, uh, but they're not uh, familiar with uh, Battle Lords. And I'm excited to kind of go like, you know, just put this in their face, in your face. It's like you don't like it. Why don't you like it? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm kidding you. And choke hold while I'm trying to breathe. Okay, you can breathe now. <laughs> this episode has been sponsored by Tabletop.land. Not sure if you want to get into making all your own full terrain sets or scatter pieces? Hmm. Not sure you want to get into that 3D printing thing that everybody's doing for your own stuff, or maybe minis for that matter, even. Well, there is a new web shop that is up and coming called Tabletop.land. Go check it out and see if there's anything that tickles your fancy. Or, given the time of year it is, maybe you could even pick up something for that GM of yours for Christmas. So it's, uh, I'm glad that they did this because it 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 allows the system, allows their world and the, the, this wonderful creation and what they're iterating and it's delightful to get un, into more people. So more people like, you know what, I haven't tried that. You know, it's like, I, I'm at a convention. Let's give this a whirl rather than just being intimidated. Like, I like the world. Let's try, let's try like the full Battle Wars thing. So 
I, I'm excited and I'm hoping that happens. And I just want to keep reading about this and p- hopefully play a game eventually. <laughs> right. <sighs> right. Maybe, maybe, just maybe, we'll see about maybe doing something. Uh, a one shot. Wise. One shot. Like a one shot. No promises. But <laughs> in the meantime, you know what you're going to hear from us, which is that you should have fun, play some games, and make sure you roll some dice. And we will see you guys next, next time. time. Bye-bye. Thanks for checking in. It was a blast sharing our thoughts and ideas on our time. We hope that you had a great time with us and could hardly wait to share the next show. In the meantime, let us know how you handle this topic in your own games. You can find us on most social media platforms, especially Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And if you want to follow us, search for Seize the GM. And if you just want to follow one of us, search for our names on the social media platform of your choice, or go to SeizeTheGM.com for convenient links. Seize the GM is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. All copyrighted material referenced herein are held by their respective owners. No infringement intended and no claim of ownership is Once again, thanks to you, our listeners. We hope you gained some ideas for your ongoing games. Or the inspiration to run your first. Now get out there and play some games. Roll some dice. Be safe, and you'll hear from us again soon.